Welcome to the Health Ignited Podcast with your hosts, Dr. Nick and Sonia Jensen. We are partners, parents, business partners, doctors, yoga teachers, and retreat leaders. We promise to bring you real conversations to awaken and ignite your potential to live your best life possible. Join us each week as we dive into topics varying from brain health, biohacking, hormones, and longevity, to relationships, parenting, meditation, and more. Together, creating community and building stronger foundations for the generations to come. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Health Ignited, uh, another another day in paradise in sunny Vancouver and Lower Mainland. Uh, and here in and here in our home, our home studio with uh, my wife, amazing Dr. Sonia. Yes, it's sunny, it's cloudy, it's raining, it's snowing, it's it's all the things <laughs> <laughs> as it usually is in the Lower Mainland. So it's been quite an interesting weekend. And um, yeah, I'm really excited about today's conversation because mm-hmm. it's somebody that we've known for a while and someone you've known mm-hmm. for a lot longer. And we get to really hear her heart in um, this organization that she's a part of. So yeah, why don't you introduce Yeah, so her name is Andrea Delph and she's part of a nonprofit called Mamas for Mamas. And uh, they've got a few locations around, uh, and she's currently at one in Richmond. And what it is, it's it's an organization that's helping women uh, or moms that are they're struggling, that are they're either financially or in the family dynamic situation. And basically, it's also just this platform for education. And they've got multiple programs. But my uh, my knowing of Andrea goes back. I mean, it must almost a couple of decades. I mean, every time that I've got a chance to interact with Andrea, she's doing something to save the world at some <laughs> capacity or another. She's always been an advocate for for health and freedom and education. And, and it's it's like you're in the perfect spot right now, being a mom of two and helping other moms to uh, thrive in this, in this uh, crazy world that we live in right now. Uh, so welcome to the show, Andrea. Thank you. Thanks, you guys. That was a very kind introduction. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just doing <laughs> my part, true, I mean. just like you guys are, you know. Yeah, but it is true. I mean, every time I've seen you, you know, whether post on social media or chatting, it's like you literally are just pouring your heart into everything you do, and it, and it's just so great where, where you're at right now with, uh, with this program. So, we'd love for you to just, Thanks. you know, yeah. tell us a little bit more about what Mamas for Mamas is all about. So, well, we. What we do is basically we're like a a poverty relief agency for families in crisis, uh, low income families, um, mainly mamas. Uh, We do we do help dads, too, um, for sure. We have a few actually a few papas that we're helping right now that are single dads. Uh, But primarily it is it is mamas and families. So we when we when I say poverty relief, I also mean emotional poverty as well. So there's sort of this whole umbrella of what poverty means. And, you know, when we hear the word poverty, there's also kind of, there's usually like a stigma attached to that, but um, so we're trying to change that too. So we, um, how, so we just opened up our first office in the Vancouver low location. It originated in Kelowna, right? There's a head office there. And we opened up one in Richmond in September. So we've been running and operating that one there and how that space works is that uh, you can, you, you can sign up online for an appointment uh, Monday to Friday and you can come in and we fill out an intake form and we'll talk to you about like, you know, your, your, your biggest needs. Um, and so that mama will come in and just like have some, like we'll offer her a coffee or a tea just to have someone to kind of talk to and listen to. And, you know, 90% of the time there's tears because someone's seeing them 
and hearing them and appreciating them and not judging them. Um, and this is beautiful to witness. And I just feel so grateful to be a part of that. Um, so they leave with um, clothing, diapers, soothers, you know, you name it, anything you could think of, strollers, breast pumps, toys. Um, but then we've also got this beautiful section of self-care products. So candles, face scrubs, oils, you know, we've got, you know, so many different companies in our life that, that donate to us locally. And honestly, they're all women run these. This has opened up my eyes to a whole other world of these beautiful women locally that step up and, and donate to us. So that's been really amazing. We also have a social worker. So she's been a, a, a huge, um, incredible asset to us. So we can really dig deep with some of these mamas and what they need, you know, outside of the essentials like food and diapers and stuff. Yeah. I love it. And, you know, we're both moms. And yeah. um, I think when I became a mom too, I really got that understanding of that it really does take a village. Yeah. to raise your child. And in my work with women today as well, the, the thing that I hear from young moms or first time moms or moms with three to four kids is that they feel very lonely mm -hmm. and they feel alone in this journey because they're either judging themselves or they're looking outside of themselves and feeling judged, even if that judgment isn't coming from another person, but it's just our own expectations of what we think motherhood should look like. And then you throw in the challenges of life uh, whether that's financial or emotional traumas or all the things that we move through and mm -hmm. having to take care of these little beings, it all can feel very overwhelming. So I'm so happy to see that you guys are creating this like village feel for mm -hmm. these women and because community is so important and it's something that we're really missing, especially in our Western culture. Mm -hmm. So I would actually love to hear the why, the initial why behind mm -hmm. the creation of Mamas for Mamas and why you felt so pulled to be part of it? Well, that's a good question because we use we use that that term a lot. Um, well, so the it, like I said, it originated in Kelowna, and, and Shannon, the CEO, founded it in 2014. And what's interesting is that Nick, you touched on that I've been doing this for a while, and her and I, we didn't know each other. You know, she's in Kelowna, I'm here. We both started collecting baby and child items out of our garage in the same month in the same year but we didn't know what was happening. Um, so I started this online group called Covered in Love, which is just like a trading place for mamas, you know, if you need a stroller or you have a bunch of clothes to donate or whatnot. And Shannon was doing the same thing. And, you know, Shannon is, a, she has her master's in psychology and she was a trauma counselor. And she just felt really pulled to fill all these gaps that were happening in the world with, with mama. She, she was a, a very young mom, mom of two kids at the time. And she's like, yeah, this is crazy. You know, there's so many voids and gaps going on. So she eventually um, used some money to, to open up the first office that is currently there still. Um, and then what happened was in 2017, Jillian Harris, who lives in Kelowna, discovered Mamas for Mamas, became an ambassador, renovated the whole place um, in, in kind. And it sort of snowballed from, from there. So the, the why is exactly what you said. It's like, how can we help each other out during this difficult time? How can we fill, help fill your bucket? Because I mean, you know, Sonia, like when you're at home, like you've got kids hanging all over you, you haven't showered for two days, they're hungry, they're crying. It's exhausting in every way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mind, yeah. body, soul, exhausting. Beautiful, 
and you know all that profoundly amazing stuff too but how do you how do you fill your own bucket like i it's so difficult and so we're really just trying to help and and empower too like um we have a we have two amazing hair salons that uh that have partnered with us and they 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 accept one mama a month for a hair makeover mm. so the uh, the Ronald McDonald House, uh, we have a BC Children's Hospital program. So through that, so the Ronald McDonald House, they send one mama a month to um, Salon Glam in Burnaby. And then Ask Hair Salon in Richmond does one mama a month that, of our choice as well. And what's interesting about this is that I didn't realize the impact this would have, like all sorts of tears happening. And a real reset for them, like, okay, I got this, I can do this. And it's really interesting that, you know, you wouldn't think that. So that's been, and it's just been beautiful, honestly. And just things like that, like we've got all these amazing people in our life, spas, right? You can go get your nails done. Um, our office, we've got, you know, a birthday party program, right? Where if you can't afford a birthday gift for your child or in the glory days when your child's going to a birthday and you can't afford a gift, you can come to our office. We have a huge array, a selection of toys that you can pick through, cake mix, gift bags, and all that stuff. Um, and that that program's really special, has been really special as well, because from that comes all these people out of nowhere that are like, hi, I'm a professional baker, and I'd love to be a part of your program. So we've got Roblox cakes being made, you know, mm. princess cakes being made. It's just, mm. it's beautiful. So just that that piece of just making everyone feel special and like they're doing a good job, you know, that's like our why. We just want to really keep on that path of making these mamas feel like they're amazing and they're mm -hmm. doing a good job. Yeah, I think that's so important because like you were saying that everyday life when there's kids hanging off of you and you're doing the best that you can and you haven't showered. I remember a day where um, I had a cesarean. I didn't go to the bathroom for eight hours because I was sitting there and I couldn't sit up and I was all by myself and Nick was at work. And I remember just being in tears with my like little one. And like you said, it's just so beautiful to have these little beings in our lives. And yet there's so much struggle internally and externally too for women. So to have those moments of feeling like yourself again or being pampered and cared for because there's so much output that happens from us and like nurturing everybody around us. And we forget to, like you were saying, fill our own buckets up and we forget that self-care piece because uh, a centered and steady mom equals a centered and steady family and community. So I do yeah. feel that is like the core of what I believe as well, that we really need to take care of the women of our communities or, or that primary, you know, the primary caretakers of every community. Yeah. So in all this work that you're doing for others, um, I'd love to hear what are your ways in how you fill yourself up so that you can be there for all the moms? Well, I, I've become a lot better at that. So now I feel like I, I, I'm like out of, I, I feel like I'm at a spot in my life where I do take care of myself. Um, because I have, like, like you say, I have to, I mean, I know you guys can appreciate this. You all day long, what, what you're doing is giving and giving and healing. Um, and so to, to take care of yourself is crucial. Otherwise I wouldn't be good at what I do. I would burn out. So we are very, very careful about burnout at Mamas for Mamas. So I do yoga. I bathe all the time. Like that for me is my, do you bathe? Do you guys? Once in a while. <laughs> 
Oh, like, wait, maybe, you... maybe more than you're talking about bathing. Yeah, 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 yeah. like in a bath. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were like trying to make a joke. Like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I wash my body. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, there, there was a stretch there where every Sunday we were giving uh, Sonia a spa day at the house. And the boys would make a bubble bath for yeah. her, make her like this. A little drink. A little drink afterwards, get her the the scrub going. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was um, pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Bathing yeah. So for me, my idea. bath is like my, yes. you know, and um, I'm, I'm, I have a good balance of relaxing. I'm not one of those people that's like, okay, I got to get up and I got to do this and do that and go, go, go and don't sit down. And I, I have that down now. However, my kids are also older and they're in school mm-hmm. full time. So when my kids were young, Chrissy, my daughter was colicky and she never slept. And then I had a toddler on top of that and it was really hard. So how on earth do you like i don't know we're we're really we're encouraging things like journaling like we're encouraging just baby steps right because oh go for a walk or go to this you'll go to yoga well you can't because you're you can't get out of the house especially for the single moms it's impossible right so we're just trying to encourage people to add little things into their life. That's why, you know, something as simple as a candle or a face scrub that we donate to them, or we have all these five minute journals. Have you guys heard of the five minute journal? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So our books or stuff like that. So adding joy into your life, wherever you can in the space that you're in right now, and just know that this is for now, it's not forever. And just repeat and try to add joy into your life every single day. Just one thing at a time right um and so that's just that's been really big for me and um like tea you know little things like that that just you know you wouldn't otherwise think would make a big difference but it does so that's sort of where we start with the mamas who have those really young babies and the the single mamas especially um we also have amazing partners who we have a cleaning company who's female run. We have a handyman company that's female run uh, and and an organizing company that's female run. So these women, they go to the homes of the mamas to apply for this and they do a cleaning or an organizing or like fix it. And it's amazing what that does for the mamas, for the families. Yeah. Just takes that that relief off. Right. We're, we're helping a single mama of three right now. Who's just in a tough situation. And we're, she just, started ugly crying when we told her we were going to have some cleaners come over and be there mm. for five hours wow well just because there's show like those little things that will have to get done but just i have no time for they just they really start to build in the mind and that mm-hmm. the, ner- the state of the nervous system is massively affected when it's this chronic to-do list that seems to just yeah. be ever expanding and to take some of that you know and relieve some of that pressure is so massive yeah you know? well the stacking right? The stack of that is, and then it just gets, it just gets too much. And then how do you like, how do you have patience? How do you, with your children, they're so high maintenance when they're little, like it's, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so how do you, it's very, very difficult. So we're really trying to, um, to help in any way that we, that we can, but our, we, we are very careful about, we do like, uh, we try to sort of have this motto of a hand out a hand up not a hand out right Mm -hmm. so because we believe in in empowerment and and just making these mamas feel confident and um, helping them with you know looking for work and 
And that yeah, I love that you just said that. Yeah. Can you can you go into a little more detail of yes, what are some other examples that people you know like that's that's a great concept. Can you can you elaborate that a little bit more on the hand? Uh, yeah, on the up handout, versus up. Handout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so um, say for example, we have a mama who's always reaching out to us for something, right? Because she's realized that perhaps this is. Because our we we pride ourselves on be, being fairly immediate, right? So within you know 24 to 48 hours, we can have diapers at your door, or we can give you a gas card if you're going back and forth from BC Children's Hospital or whatnot. So what we do at that moment is then we have a conversation. Um, maybe she'll come into our office and meet with Chelsea, our social worker, or you know one of us will talk and just sort of figure out what's going on. And then from there, we'll say, okay, so you know maybe she's got some physical setbacks that we didn't know about, right? So we're just, we have, we, we really help with all, we make sure that every single resource has been tapped into. And a lot of the times they're like, oh, I didn't even know about that or I didn't know about that one. And it's like, okay, great. So we've got all of this down. We'll email all the resources possible and let them take care of that piece. Like here's the resource. Now it's up to you to, you know, to, to move from there. Um, and we, you know, d depending on the situation we have, uh, we've partnered with a couple of produce delivery companies. So um, we love this for new mamas. We just had a mama who had a baby who has quite bad postpartum. And so for three months, she's getting a, a fresh produce box delivered to her house every two weeks, which is like just incredible. Um, because it's that, that wholesome, the whole package of being wholesome, right? So eating well is really important. However, it's very difficult when you're low income because it's craft dinner, pasta, you know, it's hard, mm -hmm. right? So anyway, so, so, so yeah, I hope that answers your question. So there's this whole umbrella of like, of, of how we tackle those situations when we see a little bit too much uh, reaching out. And it always ends up, well, mm -hmm. it always ends up to be, okay, this conversation really needed to happen and you got this. And these are your re resources and, you know, let us know how it goes. We're always, we're always an email or a phone call away, but we just can't have people using us, uh, you know, multiple mm -hmm. times a month to feed their family and stuff. There's amazing food banks. There's all these resources out there. So, um, and it feels so good for them too, right? It feels, it feels good. And yeah. it's really yeah. important for them to make that connection and to and to make that accomplishment yeah. happen like on an energetic level mm -hmm. it's just it just gives them fuel and fire to want to do that again right so mm -hmm. yeah well, it's a huge confidence builder right yeah. Yeah. as opposed to like there's an expectation that you know i'm going to be taken care of well the, that that is important it's important obviously to feel that nurturing and the loving and the tenderness but part of like that motherly component is to you know hold the space give that love and then here's some options for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what are you going to do with that information? And, and like you said, there's a sense of freedom, I think, that will probably come with that sense of confidence of like being able to overcome and, and that re inner resilience that, that is, well, massively needed as a mom, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think just allowing people to be um, resourceful and teaching them how to do that because you're not only helping support these women, but also their children by doing that because then, 
you know, as we know, our children will copy what we do, not what we say. Mm -hmm. So if mom is modeling this like resilience and understanding herself and learning how to be resourceful, the children are also going to start to pick that up and learn that. And as they're navigating through life, they're going to have that understanding of like, you know, when mom needed help, she reached out to receive help. And then she learned tools to help support herself to get to where she needs to go. So I think that's a tool that all children need to learn so that they too are more flexible in their lives and resourceful and resilient and and all the things so i think what you guys are doing is not just impacting the moms but you guys are impacting like generations to come mm -hmm. because of the seeds that you're planting with them so it's really oh, beautiful that's nice yeah yeah i hope so so i'm curious you know you've got some great partnerships with different companies that can offer help and support and service and you know what are some other like maybe industries or other like as a maybe this is a call to reach out you know if, if people are tuning and listening like, you know obviously our hearts go out whenever you know people are experiencing some degree of suffering mm -hmm. uh, what are some other you know contributions that would be a massive help for for women in, in these kinds of situations uh well as you can imagine, the decline in mental health um, over the last 10 months has been um, like profound. So uh, what we like, we have resources for for mental health, for therapy and stuff. Um, we have been trying to partner with a couple clinics who could offer either like a really low rate um, or an in-kind, maybe there's, maybe there's an intern or, you know, they're a student that's, you know, on their way to kind of, you know, spreading their wings, wings and going off themselves. Um, but at the moment we don't have a, uh, a therapist, a counselor. And I, mm -hmm. I, yeah, what we see on a daily basis is that that's what most people need for the trauma, right? Cause trauma mm -hmm. is at the root of all of it. And so um, mm -hmm. there are cases like our BC Children's Hospital program where that is truly a, a family in crisis. Um, but other than that, it's mostly a lot of childhood trauma that's led to, you know, where they are today and why they're struggling and, and that. So um, I think that, it, does that answer your question? That would probably be the one thing right now mm -hmm. that I would say mm -hmm. we would, we could really use some help with we will be launching our mental health um program and so with that hopefully some funding can come in so we could we could fund um uh, a few sessions for a mama but as you know it's really expensive and so if you know 99 percent uh don't have medical coverage so which is why they can't come see a naturopathic doctor as well so there's all, all these obstacles and barriers in place so we're just hoping to kind of slowly shed and just be able to help um in the area that that mama really needs. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's wonderful that we can help with donations and, and that, but at the end of the day, we need to get to the root of it and figure out why this mm -hmm. is happening and the cycles and then kind of slowly, hopefully um, provide them with some relief um, where they can move on and, and raise their children in a, in a more healthier home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, we'll definitely talk some more after this podcast mm -hmm. because I am interested in mm -hmm. supporting you guys and helping Aww. and we'll figure out a way to do that. Yeah. It's yeah. necessary. Yeah. So I got some ideas spinning even just, uh, you know, 
on the level of like supplemental support and things like that. So I think that, yeah, there's more conversations to be had. Absolutely. You guys, thank you. Tell us about some more of your, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, this is why we wanted this conversation is because, you know, it, like I said, tugs of the heartstrings, people listening or, you know, how do, how do I help? How do, how do I support? So, I mean, there's, there's donation options as well. Can you talk about that and some of the other programs that, that, um, that you guys are doing within the, within your, within Mamas for Mamas? Yeah. So, um, I mean, to make a monetary donation online, you would go to our website um, and then you would just go to Vancouver and, and you can choose a program that you'd want to donate to or make a general a general donation there. Um, we uh, and then if you wanted to donate like something like so we, we have had um, Genestra. Do you guys know Genestra? Mm -hmm. We've had yeah. quite a large shipment of vitamins and stuff from them. We have Herbaland. Um, out and uh, they're local too. And so anyway, so donations like that would be, you know, delivered to our office or we could pick them up. So you could always, whoever's interested could email us or give us a call at our office. Um, any kind of new, like right now we're, we're any kind of new, new products. We're not, it's so hard with COVID. So we're not mm. accepting a lot of used stuff. Uh, well, we don't accept any self-care used stuff at our office. We do accept used clothing. Um, but we have to be just really picky with it because we don't have a lot of storage space at the moment in our mm. office. So, um, yeah, it would be reaching out via email or phone for any kind of donation other than monetary. And the programs are at the moment, we've got a BC Children's Hospital program, a birthday party program that I touched on earlier. Uh, a sustainable nourishment program, which is really important to us because you guys would be it would be so upsetting if you saw the nutrition in the homes of some of the people mm -hmm. who are suffering in poverty right now. Um, I just spoke, I were helping one mama who has um, severe, uh, how do you say it? Agor, agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. Yeah. Mm. And um, uh, thankfully her, she's with a partner who doesn't, but their son is, um, really, really, really struggling. And he's supposed to be uh, on a low glycemic diet. And it's um, when I went through, I was on the phone with her when I was in the grocery store. And I said, look, I'm just because he's apparently really picky. Because when you're when you have a child that's autistic and has all these sensory issues, they're super picky about texture and taste and smell and all that. Mm -hmm. So um, I was on the phone with her and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this and this and this for you. Like, what does he eat for breakfast? Well, for breakfast, he has Lucky Charms. Uh, for lunch, he has Kraft Dinner. And for dinner, he has, you know, like, you know, a hot dog. Like, it's just because he's so fussy. So at the end of the day, sometimes you just want your child to eat. You don't want them to go to bed hungry. So mm -hmm. anyways, we, we took some money from our funding and we, we got them a bunch of stuff. And we're just, we're really just trying to like, I bought, I got, I bought them a box of cereal. It was on sale for five fifty, and it was a small box. Like it's just, it's so out of reach. Right. Mm -hmm. So the sustainable nourishment program is really, really a beautiful one. Um, and it's super important. Um, and then we've got a teen at risk. So the teen at risk program, the young mama teen at risk are for people who teenagers, usually around age 12 to 18, who are homeless, um, they are living, you know, either on the streets or in a shelter or from, you know, home to home, although like friend to friend, but right now that's really hard. So um, we, 
we put at Christmas time, we put together 75 hampers with, you know, gift cards, bus cards, chargers, blankets, toques, mitts, all that stuff. Like if you were living on the streets, chapstick, all that stuff that you deodorant that you would want. So that, and that, that program is, is beautiful. It's, it's, it's hard. It's a hard one. It, it's really pulls at your heartstrings, but um, we've partnered with Touchstone Family Association in Richmond who, um, who takes care of all those teens. And we just had a meeting with them the other day and we have some ideas that we're going to roll out. Um, so yeah, that's, those are the programs. And then the, hopefully the mental health one coming up soon. Mm-hmm. I have so many thoughts that I need to talk to you about afterwards <laughs> and how we can help and support this. Cause oh, um, yeah, yeah, it's like the vision that you guys are creating. And I remember when I, I think I first had Kyan, I was like, I just wish I could create this space where moms and women could come and just hang out and get care and feel supported. And there's like you were saying, there's so many layers to what support looks like because we're all coming into these, different phases of our lives with our different traumas and experiences and resources. And so when you have all these layers, it's hard to look at each individual person when there's such a systemic thing going on in our world. I mean, from the overdoses that are happening to the mental health crisis, to teens not getting educated on their bodies and themselves and getting empowered to make decisions for themselves. There's, there's just so much and it, it can feel so overwhelming. So this is just, it's making me really happy here, hearing all that you guys are doing and um, you have to let me get involved. I'm just okay. going to call it out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I was actually thinking about yeah. you. I wasn't going to mention this because it's so in the early stages, but I will. Um, we are launching a mama mentorship pro- program. Mm-hmm which mm-hmm. this is going to be unbelievable because it's going to be a mama like yourself, for example, who, who would take on a mama who's struggling mm-hmm. and just sort of be a friend to them. And, and just, you know, we have a lot of, unfortunately through COVID, especially we've seen a lot more women leaving abusive marriages. Uh, we had a woman who uh, just um, left an arranged marriage and was, you know, badly beaten by her father. Um, I, anyway um it's bad it was a bad story but she's okay now she's living here in her in this country and with her baby and she's safe Mm -hmm. but she doesn't have a lot of people here to lean into right Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so we see that a lot with with immigrants and stuff and and so anyway this mama mentorship program will hopefully help these women um Mm -hmm it's, it's really overwhelming. There, there's a language barrier that, you know, resources, they don't know where to start. So just having someone like, you know, yourself or mm-hmm. someone else who, who would be interested in that program um, to take them under their wing for, for a few months is, is mm-hmm. going to be huge. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So what was it a year and a half ago? We, or two years ago, we sponsored a, a mom and, mm-hmm. and uh, we're um, from the Congo. Mm-hmm. She came over with her son um, and was pregnant and was pregnant. And it was this really fascinating unfolding of like helping her move into her place and, you know, getting her clothes and, and getting the kids in school. And I mean, there was a team of people. Uh, I definitely spent more of the role as an, a bystander, but I did help move furniture and whatnot. But anyways, nonetheless, this, this woman and her child and, and the new baby were, were part of our lives and, and still are to some degree. Oh, that's and, so beautiful. You guys. Well, it's amazing. And, and, 
but it's all perspective, right? Like we get so bombarded by the the reality of our, you know, four wall, uh, you know, reality that we get stuck in. And we, we, it's often that we forget what's going on outside of our, yeah. ourselves. You know, you can read it in the news or what have you, but having that personal touch experience is a whole nother level. Yeah. Uh, but what I, the, what I wanted to bring out was, I mean, she was able to, I mean, she probably already had an extremely resilient mindset just based on where, she, you know, the refugee status of where she came from and what she you know, witnessed and experienced in her life. But to see her actually like grab hold of like that nurturing support and, and realize that, you know, I'm going to be okay. Um, you know, it, it was, it was really powerful to, to mm-hmm. see that. Yeah, it was an yeah. interesting experience because there was five of us that sponsored her and definitely a friend of ours, Karina, took like, she was the leader of it all and yeah. still is. And she's still a big part of her life. And, you know, many of us have our other things going on. So she really stepped up to take care of her until this day. She calls us mama and mm. papa and like she calls her kids her brothers and she'll message once in a while. And just to see her like blossom and all all she needed was that knowing that she has these the, these families that she can lean into and mm. just that knowing that okay she's in a safe place where she can nurture herself and her basic needs are now getting met so then that's giving her like a bit of a springboard to like blossom and create community and do all the things because she was given some resources yeah. now that with sponsoring is not association like there's so much that needs to be um done in that but i feel like what you guys are doing is similar to that aspect where you're taking somebody under your wing and just supporting them and nurturing them and then you start to see how much they can really blossom with just a little bit of care Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well exactly i mean not knowing where your meal is coming gonna come from is you know just beyond Mm -hmm. stressful or you know having you know, three diapers left and not knowing where you're going to get more. And, um, we do, we do have a sponsor, a sponsorship program. We actually have a couple of families or businesses out there who are currently sponsoring a family. Um, one family, you know, her, um, husband is a, is a, an addict and, you know, in and out of the, the relationship and abusive and all that stuff. Um, so we're secretly, um, someone is secretly, <laughs> uh, donating, um, uh, a few, a few hundred dollars in a, in the form of a gift card so that she can, um, cause she has no control over any of the financial piece. So just things like that. It's, and you're right, it's really, really important. And what we actually see, which is like the most beautiful part of it is eventually they come and give back to, and it's mm-hmm. this cycle of, right. Of, of mm-hmm. what you see, you see a lot of people that are just like, Oh my goodness, I never, I've never felt so special or heard or seen in my life or appreciated and I want to make someone else feel that way now that I'm kind of back on my feet so mm-hmm. we love that piece of it so much mm-hmm. yeah I love it I'm curious about your kids like do they know what mom, mom's doing during the day like how how, oh, yeah. how, how have your conversations with them changed um, as a result of the work you're doing well I started the first charity I, I was a part of or I started what Chrissy was a baby like so the, their whole life has been me sorting through clothes you know, carrying boxes over my head and high heels on my way to work. And like, it's just hilarious. Like, it's funny in a weird way, because there's my car is always full of stuff. So they just get in and they just move boxes around. And, you know, it's just what is the way that it is. Um, the office is fun for them, though, because there's lots of stuff there and food and, you know, whatever. So they just think that it's just a part of 
their life. They, they, they're not showing any signs of, of entitled, of entitlement or anything like that. So hopefully they grow up to understand, you know, that they're so blessed. Um, I definitely don't like sort of beat it into their minds. I don't think I have to just because they're so surrounded by it all, all the time. But I know, I mean, sure. You guys have moments like that too, where you're like, I just hope my kids realize how, how lucky that they are. Um, and so, yeah, my kids are just, you know, they're just, they just roll their eyes. But at the end of the day, I think that they feel very, very uh, blessed. And I do share some stories with them sometimes to, to mm -hmm. give them just a little reminder, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you're being subtle about it. I, I do try to beat it into them that <laughs> you are so blessed. And, and I made you with my body and I made milk with my body to feed you. Oh my so. gosh. <laughs> It's a, it's a constant, and then I get the eye rolls like mama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's quite it, it is interesting. I've had a few people in, in my like circle of friends and family, you know, over the last 10 months message me and be like, okay, can, can we please do a delivery with you? Like my kids acting like, you know, kind of this and that. And I'm like, no problem. So, you know, we did, um, we had, we partnered with a restaurant in Ladner and they provided us with a whole bunch of hot uh, dinners. So it came with like a lasagna, Caesar salad and stuff. And we delivered them around to different um, people in need. And one of my friend's daughters mm. came with me because she was, you know, having a moment of motherhood, like, oh gosh. So yeah, we're all in it together, mm. you guys. Uh, I guess, Ours yeah. will be joining you soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> field trips. Field, field trips. Field trips. Yeah. Yes. It's true. It's just good for them to pull up to the house they're normally not very um yeah. uh, you know they're on not all that they're pretty run down usually and stuff a little tiny apartment or yeah. whatever too so yeah <laughs> field trip that's yeah. funny yeah. but yeah perspective yeah. is definitely a, a very powerful mm -hmm. teacher right yeah. mm -hmm. and, yeah. you know and for you too i mean to be able to you know i'm, I'm glad that sonia asked that question about yeah. what do you do for self-care because it's no doubt you get really immersed in these stories and your heart just pours out to these people and so, and you still have to have that you know, self-care and the boundaries so that you can, you know, have your autonomy without, you know, giving too much of yourself. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm glad you spoke to that because I think a yeah. lot of people in your shoes, you know, you'd, you'd find that you probably feel a little bit of a distraction, maybe even when you go home. And maybe you do at times, you just have to check in, but um, that, that must be an interesting process. Yeah. So and for me... The... Oh. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I, mean, no, I was going to say for me, it's important to, to like I'm doing the five day uh, challenge with Tony Robbins, the new world, new you right now and listening to podcasts. I've been doing a lot, a lot of that lately and stuff. So even stuff like that. And I'm trying to encourage people to, um, to, to get out and, and listen to the, those podcasts like I did one with Lance Isios a few weeks ago, Aubrey Marcus, like Joe Rogan, there's some really amazing podcasts out there that are like, they have a profound impact on you, on your spirituality and your emotional state. So I do, I, I listen to a lot of those too, in my car and in the bath and, and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So um, yeah, that's just another way how I fill my bucket. So thanks you for you guys yeah. for doing what you do too. And, you know, being an empath, like yeah. you guys probably are, it's, it's a blessing and a curse, but I will say that if, if I wasn't an empath, I probably wouldn't be in my line of work. Right. So it's, um, I'm glad that I'm, that I am. Some days are hard, but mm -hmm. it's so rewarding to, to heal and to help people. Yeah. Well, and one of the lines that you said earlier, um, you know, loosely 
repeating it here, but it's like, this is just today. You know, it's like, it's one day at a time. Yeah. This is just your reality right now. Um, yeah. Not, not you, I'm not talking to you specifically, but I mean, that is for all of us to understand that this is a moment in our lives that, that's mm-hmm. giving us an opportunity to grow and to heal and learn more from and, and to hold that perspective when there's crisis isn't always easy. But like you mm-hmm. said, you know, to your point of podcasts or books or something that inspires you, helps you to realize that there's more to you than just the circumstance of the time. And, uh, and that's a really powerful teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's the, what's the vision now? Like, I know we're talking like, you know, in this moment and transformation and everything and being anchored in today, but do you guys have like what mama for mamas is going to look like in the next five years or what that feels like it could grow into? Do you have a, a vision for that? Yes. So in a meeting with our CEO the other day, and I quote, she wants a car dealership as an office out here. So that's what we're manifesting, guys. So good. wish us luck with Perfect. that. Mm-hmm. But um, our office mm-hmm. is really beautiful, um, and uh, but it's very small. So we are we are completely like bursting at the seams. So we're um, hoping to to relocate into a much bigger space with a warehouse out in the South Surrey Surrey area. Um, so that is hopefully coming down the road, uh, so we can just have like an actual office space, you know, um, and I mean, yeah, like a lot more programs, um, to come and hopefully, uh, a couple, a few more, like on a national level, hopefully a few more offices. I know, you know, we got, we have Calgary and Toronto, uh, Grand Prairie, like there's so many, but like we were doing for 18 months, they're all running online. Yeah. So mama's mm-hmm. for mama's mm-hmm. on Facebook, right? So you join the Facebook page of the city you, that you live in. So for you guys, it would be South Surrey, Surrey, North, uh, sorry, South Surrey, Surrey, White Rock. That's one page. And then you post items that you have to donate or alternatively you post items that you need. And that runs, there's 12 Facebook chapters around the lower mainland. Um, so that's how Mamas wow. for Mamas is running, aside from Vancouver and Kelowna. Yeah. Mm, very cool. So yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Then, so yeah. that, that's amazing. I mean, that was one of my questions to you. Like, how do people get involved? They can go to the website, mamasformamas.com, correct? Uh, .org. .org, sorry. Yeah. So mamasformamas.org. They can go there. Yeah. They can look at the different programs you guys offer. They can contribute yeah. a donation. Um, they can probably reach out to say, hey, we've got some stuff we'd like to donate. Like you said, you guys are yeah. kind of bursting the seams right now. But um, another action step could be go visit the Facebook group that you're sort of affiliated with based on your geography. Exactly. Any other action yeah. steps that people could take? Uh, our Instagram page is pretty active. So mamasformamas.vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I mean, like, if you needed help, like I said, you could make an appointment to come um, into our office. We do, we're taking three clients a day right now just because of, you know, COVID. We have to clean in between and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm so grateful that we're still taking, that we're able to take clients. Mm-hmm. And, they're able, and they're allowed to bring in their kids and stuff, too, if they mm-hmm. need to. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So, in closing, I have a, a last question for you. <clears throat> okay. What is the one thing if you have a mom in front of you that you wish that she would understand about herself? Uh, It always comes back to worth, to being Mm -hmm. worthy always, every time that you like that you are worthy and that you are doing an amazing job at, you know, being a mama and um, that you got this, you know, 
because so often there's, like I said, there's always trauma and, and all sorts of, of different uh, stories that would bring all of us to our knees. Um, and so I, my, my hope is that people can um, learn more about, about poverty and, and mental health and addiction and all that stuff in, in hopes that maybe one day they can um, like release any judgment that they have and kind of learn and step into that place of, okay, well, you know, lazy is um, not changing the toilet paper roll. Lazy isn't living on the streets in zero mm -hmm. degrees. That's not lazy. That's, that's mental health, right? Mm -hmm. So um, that's what we're trying. We're trying to, we're, we're trying to change the world that way. <laughs> and, um, and uh, so anyway, yeah, we just, we need, we need that, we need that stigma to be gone because once you enter into this world, you really truly see that 100% of the time there's, um, there's a lot of, of history there going on for these people and it's really hard, right? Mm. Yeah. So we are so blessed to be, to, to, to come from the community and family that we have. And we, you know, um, I think all of us here have, have family that we can lean into and if we need to and friends and, mm -hmm. and, um, and a fairly, you know, mental health, healthy uh, community. And, and so, yeah, we're just really lucky because it's just not the case for everyone. So mm. just lots of mm -hmm. hugs and lots of, lots of conversations about, about, about worth. Mm -hmm. I love that. So good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Andrea, thank you so much yeah. for the work that you do in this world. It's so needed. And it's Thanks. just, we're grateful to know you and to, to be surrounded by all the love that you give out to so many moms. Mm -hmm. yeah. To everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's you in a nutshell. I mean, you come in, mm -hmm. it's like everybody's smiling because you're smiling and mm -hmm. you just, you radiate that, that energy. So you're, you know, the, those moms that come to see you are sure are Aww. coming to the right yeah. spot. Very yeah. lucky. Thank you. Well, I sure hope you guys can come see our office one day. Oh, you bet. Yeah, absolutely. We're not too far away from you now. Yeah. So we can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So well, good. thank you so much, you guys. It was really nice chatting with you. And thanks for, thanks for, you know, believing in what we do and just trusting us and, and yeah, support the support's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And more baths for everybody. Yes. Right. More yeah. baths. We're yeah. trying to get a bath bomb partnership right now. Seriously. Wonderful. Oh, yes. 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 Right. Yeah. Yes. So good. Oh, so okay, good. guys. Yeah. Talk okay. to you soon. Yeah. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Health Ignited podcast. Be sure to download, subscribe, and share as we build this conscious community together. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and our website, drsjensen.com. Please note all information on this podcast is not and should not be taken as medical advice. Please see a healthcare professional to receive the care needed. Thank you for sharing this time with us, igniting your health freedom. And welcome to the tribe.